Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Producer Jay is pitching me artists from the 70s and songs from the 70s, and none of it is anything that appeals to me. I've heard of these people, uh, certainly, but it's not my kind of music. Disco was not my era. So I looked initially to see if there were any of the Donna Summer songs that I liked that were in the 70s, but the ones that I liked were in the 80s. Whitney Houston was the 80s. Uh, Hall & Oates is a couple of songs I like from Hall & Oates. Those were in the 80s. The Chicago music I like was in the 80s. So yeah, I'm an '80s and '90s music person. Um, not not really. Uh, not I, I can't even think of one song from the '70s that I liked. <laughs> so sorry about that. That's just not my era. He keeps mentioning artists, and I keep going. Bah, no. Jackson Five. <laughs> I mean, I know some of their songs, but I wouldn't say they were favorites from from the '70s. Yeah, again, that that wasn't music that I listened to, so. I'm just trying to mix genres now and see if any of them hit. No. But, it, again, I'm telling you, that wasn't, that's not my era, so. I, I'm just spitballing. <laughs> I mean, maybe one will connect. I don't know. Well, I mean, you can keep trying, but I'm telling you it's a waste of time. That's not, if I couldn't think of anything then, uh, and I still can't think of anything, then it's not, it's not the thing. So I tried. I did try to answer that question, but it's not my era. Sorry about that. Uh, it's after hours with, I mean, I'm not really sorry about that, but I'm sorry I couldn't answer your question. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I always know people are listening when I can't come up with something, and then people right away take to social to let me know. So even before Tauntaun popped into my head, I could see their faces. I could see the Tauntaun falling over when he froze to death after Han Solo had to go out in search of Luke Skywalker uh, in the middle of the night. Anyway, uh, I love that I've got, I don't know, a dozen responses of Tauntauns. And the way that some of you spell Tauntaun is also uh, highly amusing. So good morning to you. It's a, oh, I almost said Friday. <laughs> Sorry, that would have been super mean. That would have been div- like almost di- uh, divisive, not divisive. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? It would have been, hmm. It, yes, definitely would have been devious. Thanks, Jay. Uh, it would have been devious to say it if it was on purpose, but maybe it was just wishful thinking. I actually will not be here on Thursday night, Friday morning. I've got a four-day work week because I'm heading to Houston now. Oh, goodness. Not even 36 hours away. Really excited about that. Haven't flown in a while. Haven't seen mom since Christmas. Uh, Looking forward to that. And so, yes, we do have reservations at Taste of Texas in Houston, which, like I said, we tried once. We absolutely loved it. The Christmas meal. It was my gift to mom for Christmas. And it was a surprise. She didn't know we were going. She'd never been there before. So we just drove into the parking lot. And she kept guessing and guessing and had no idea where we were going. It was an amazing meal. 
after I told her to stop talking about how much it was going to cost, I said, Mom, any more comments about how much it's going to cost? And you're going to ruin this meal for me. You're going to ruin my Christmas present. So she promptly shut up uh, about the money anyway. And we then were able to have a really nice dinner. And we've been talking about going back. So that was Christmas of 21. We've been talking about going back for quite a while. So that will be awesome. Uh, Looking forward to it. Other than that, getting my hair done. We've got a show that we're binging. Oh, I have a date. (laughs) And no, I'm not telling you anything else, but another reason why I'm looking forward to Houston. (laughs) Thank you for caring. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You can find me on Twitter, Radio. Thanks for all your questions for Ask Amy. Uh, We're going to... Well, I'm going to go back and answer some of those later in the day on Wednesday. Uh, Like Scott wants to know if I intend to always work the graveyard shift. (laughs) In this business, you don't really intend to do anything. Or if you do intend, you better have a backup plan and then another backup plan and then another backup plan because the business is volatile and the sands are constantly shifting. I don't really have intentions. I have dreams. I have goals. But intentions, not so much. Kind of take it as it comes. Contract by contract, job by job. So later on Wednesday, uh, I'll make sure that I answer some of your questions on both Twitter and Facebook. But thank you always for sending them. It's really good to connect with you. every. uh, I think once a quarter, but every time we get enough of them that we think are unique and creative, we end up doing another video version of Ask Amy Anything. But if you haven't seen... The latest video version, it comes from Super Bowl week. It was kind of a fun football favor, flavor. Flavor is what I meant to say, flavor and flair. Uh, We have one going back to the holidays. Uh, We have one from last Christmas, too. So we've done a bunch of that. We have one from a park in lower Manhattan, which was kind of funny. That was more of a red, white, and blue uh, because it was July 4th weekend. And by the way, while producer Jay was gone, We ended up getting a bunch more subscribers to our YouTube channel. I don't know if he's checked, but while he was gone, the bowl of broccoli that he will have to consume got bigger and bigger and bigger. It might as well be a vat of broccoli at this point. Uh, And so Jay doesn't know it yet, but it's a gigantic bowl of broccoli when we get to the 4,000 subscriber mark on our YouTube channel now. It may seem unlikely. It may seem as though it's a ridiculous goal. We're not going to get there, but that's not true. I remember, credit to you all, I remember when we were, gosh, sitting at 15,000 follows or so on our Facebook page, and Isaac, former technical director, goaded me into... Well, he goaded me into a bet that I would cover a song so I'd actually sing a song for our YouTube channel once we got to 25,000 follows on Facebook right so it took a while I don't even think it took a year actually but it did take a few months and then yes I had to sing which by the way is also on our YouTube channel I covered Billy Joel that was the artist that you all selected was Billy Joel (laughs) so I covered a Billy Joel song and it's on our YouTube channel there's all kinds of funny videos and goofy stuff on our YouTube channel me jumping out of an airplane uh, there's an actual video of that I freaking badassed it it was amazing landed on my feet too anyway so the YouTube channel is fun it's completely different than what we do here on the radio it's the other side of of me the other side of us and and Jay loves YouTube so eventually we'll get to those 4,000 
subscribers and then Jay will have to eat broccoli. So here's the thing. If you care about Jay and you want him to be healthier, I would think that you would want to subscribe to our YouTube channel. After hours with Amy Lawrence, it might be the only bowl of broccoli that he eats all year. First it was a plate, then it was a bowl. I don't think I ever said plate. I'm a big bowl person. It might have been a side a side dish at first, then it became a main dish. Now it's a gigantic bowl of broccoli. That's what happens when you go away on vacation and we have to kind of fill in the blanks. This deal's been altered. Yes, pray that I don't alter it further. Tauntauns. I will. Tauntaun. Actually, I was listening to Star Wars music on my way into work because I'm still so giddy over the John Williams tribute concert that I went to on Saturday and now I just want to listen to a bunch of the music. Uh, yeah, a lot of you responded on our Twitter and Facebook pages to to the photos. What I didn't realize until yesterday is that actually there's a Facebook page that is for the musicians of the New Jersey Symphony Orchestra, and that Facebook page was commenting on the pictures and just saying how uh, how much they enjoyed doing the concert and how glad they were that I enjoyed it myself. So that was kind of fun. I have no idea how they found it. Maybe they were just searching, kind of seeing if uh, they had any any imprints, any chatter on Facebook themselves, because uh, I didn't realize they had one, so that was kind of cool. Not as cool as, as getting a retweet from Star Wars a couple of years ago. That was, I might as well just logged out of Twitter, deleted my account, and never gone back. Can't top that. <laughs> and recently followed by John Cena, which was fun, too. Uh, now, he good. follows thousands of people, so I don't know that it makes me unique, but that was also one that I, I thought, what, wait, what? Is this a joke? Is this a parody account? <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else I've been uh, either retweeted or replied from. Uh, Cirque du Soleil, that was pretty sweet when I got uh, a reply from Cirque du Soleil. Uh, it was just, I think I was commenting about how it was a bucket list item for me. Uh, and they also did an act before the NBA All-Star game a few years ago that was that was amazing. So yeah, one of these days I'll see them in Vegas actually is kind of a bucket list item. So yeah, every now and then you get kind of fun. I've been uh, retweeted or responded to from a couple of different food companies, which is funny. <laughs> I think John Cena, Star Wars, and Cirque du Soleil, that's a big three right there. Yeah, well, every now and then a blind squirrel finds a nut. All right, so shall we talk about basketball? It'll be fun. Uh, The Milwaukee Bucks, hottest team in the NBA and now best record in the NBA. Holiday beats the Portis, catch and shoot three, and he drains it. Milwaukee has its first lead since the two minutes into this game when it was a 5-4 lead for the Bucks. They now lead it 85-84. Holiday crossing over, drives, floats the shot off the window and good at the horn. Tough shot from Drew Holiday to round things out in that first half. Milwaukee goes the other way, Giannis more specifically. Long strides to the cup, count it with a foul. He comes away shaking his head. You can't stop me. No, they cannot. He has now 33 points with a chance to make it 34. Giannis, 33 and 15. So he obviously missed the free throw. That's Dave Kane on Bucks Radio. 15 wins in a row. And after falling behind the Nets in Brooklyn early, they only give up 42 points total in the second half. So Giannis returns a double-double for him. 14 points, 8 assists for Drew Holiday, who's playing some great basketball right now on both ends of the court. And he points out that even when we're down, even when time is dwindling, we've got great confidence because we know we have the right formula. Down eight with six minutes left. Um, I think to be able to 
kind of have the belief that we're never really out of a game and, and to kind of close it out, it feels good. But winning winning's always good. Here, here, winning is always good, especially when you have 15 in a row. Uh, as for Giannis, now, <laughs> it's good to have him back. Wally was injured. He didn't miss a lot of games, but he was busy. He made an appearance on The Daily Show and... Apparently, his dad jokes have taken a more divisive turn. Uh, Now he's taking aim at various other players in the league. So, his message to Kevin Durant from The Daily Show. You keep joining super teams to win the NBA title. How about... How about we work out together sometime so I can teach you how to carry your own team? What? (laughs) That's that's polite, right? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay, we can't be the only ones who heard that or who got wind of that, so I'm sure Kevin Durant appreciates that, even as he is getting set to make his son's debut. But there is some truth to it, no? Come on, bro. Leaving Oklahoma City... The year after, now I don't begrudge him this because it's his career. He wanted to win a ring. He wanted to play with the Warriors. He won two NBA Finals MVP, so it's not like he was riding coattails. He was one of the stars of the show there in in San Francisco or the Bay Area. Uh, And so he leaves Oklahoma City right after they've lost a brutal series to the Warriors in the playoffs. He joins Golden State uh, as part of that run to five straight NBA Finals. He wasn't there for all of them, but part of two championship runs. Then from there, he decides he wants to go to Brooklyn where he can pair with Kyrie and they're going to form their own super team. We all know how that turned out. Uh, It wasn't his choice to leave Until it was his choice to leave. (laughs) So it was actually Kyrie's choice to leave that forced Kevin's hand, according to him, yet again, uh, on the ETC's podcast, which is his own podcast. He's talking about how Kyrie's trade request kind of flipped the script. I'm disappointed that we didn't finish the season. But I also know we're all our own separate entities. We all move and do the things that we want to do for our careers. And, like, I can't fault somebody for doing that, even though it might have been at our expense as a team. That's who he is, and that's what he wanted to do. And it's like I can't have a problem with that. Like I've, like I said, I'm, I don't want to act like I wasn't upset that we didn't finish the season because I love playing with Kyle. I wanted to continue. To, I wanted to see where we can go with that. We haven't had a conversation, but eventually we will. A lot of stuff is moving fast. He figuring out his situation in Dallas, and I'm figuring out my situation here. But, yeah, at some point, I'm sure we'll have a conversation and kick back and reflect on all of it. But it's like after the initially I was like, all right, it is what it is, and I try to move forward. Kevin Durant on the ETC's podcast, and he is expected to make his debut against the Hornets with the Suns tonight so 15 straight for the bucks they now take over as the best record in the nba but they've got company of course the celtics are right on their heels and then the denver nuggets are on a tear right now as well and are making this a race for best record murray gets it in on top over to reggie jackson guarded by washington pick there from bryant reggie moves off of that left side murray three yeah Jamal Murray has 30 in the basketball game. And the Nuggets lead at 102-79. 9.9 seconds left for Denver. Nuggets are looking for an oh, by the way, bucket to end the third quarter. Murray gets triple team. Spins away from it. Throws in the corner. Three-pointer Bruce. 
got it at the horn. Nuggets score 106 points through three quarters of play. Left side now, catch and go as Smith leans in. Layup is no good. Rebound down to Nikola Jokic, and there it is. His 100th career triple-double for Nikola Jokic. Also his 24th on the year for the big fella from Denver. That's Jason Kosmicki on Nuggets Radio. So he only plays three quarters. It's not a gaudy triple-double, not like what he had Sunday night when he had 40 points. But 14 points, 11 assists. I'm sorry, 14 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, if I could read my own notes. Uh, And he heard from the crowd there in Houston, I mean, this is what Rockets fans have been reduced to this season, yet again, that he was padding his stats. I mean, 14, 11, and 10 is not really padding stats, but as he earns his 100th career triple-double, that's what the Rockets fans came up with. When you stat padding, it's easy, you know, so. <laughs> you heard that, right? You heard the stat padding stuff out there. Yes, of course. I mean, it's Would true. You- It's true, he says. Uh, Now, Reggie Jackson gets to play alongside Joker, who likely is going to win his third consecutive NBA MVP. And this just kind of underscores the impact as he joins a... Now, he could join an elite group of of only four to ever win three MVPs and uh, awards in a row. But... He's already in select company with his 100 career triple doubles. Only the sixth player ever to reach that stat padding. Ever to to pad his stats that much. Dude's unreal. Um, Best player in the league. Things he does, he makes it look so easy. Plays the game the right way um, all the time. So it's just fun to watch. and, And I've been in amazement since I've been here. Yeah, you don't want to get caught standing around watching. Um, but the fact that he has had 15 triple-doubles in his last 20 games and that the Nuggets are playing some of their best basketball, those two things are are not unconnected or unrelated. Um, they now have 44 wins, same as Bucks and the Celtics, though they do have two more losses than the Bucks. Um, but th- they're trying to... Find a, not only find a good rhythm, stay in a good rhythm, but make sure that everybody's involved. And the Nuggets are better when everybody's involved. It's glad, it's good to see Jamal Murray, who's healthy. I just heard from Reggie Jackson. We know that the the numbers for Jokic aren't just about him scoring. They're also about him being a facilitator. And as they've won seven of their last ten, they almost never lose 28 straight when he has the triple-double. So, again, it's about getting everybody involved. It's not just about him stat padding or padding stats or whatever nonsense. Uh, So there was history for Nikola Jokic uh, with the Denver Nuggets, and they are cruising right now. This is the Ja Morant that the Memphis Grizzlies need if they're going to either put pressure on the Nuggets atop the West, and that's not necessary but to avoid an early exit in the postseason to make sure that they capitalize on the experience from last year and this group that they've got uh, you can see him elevating his game not just figuratively but literally Morant blows by Hachimura to the rim lays it up and in welcome to the John Morant show welcome to the dark. Lob into the lane for Davis. Intercepted by Jackson. Here come the Grizz. Jones ahead for Conchar. Conchar into the paint. Running floater. No good. Oh, Jared Jackson just posterized 
Anthony Davis with a follow left-hand jam. Schroeder left wing, lobs for oh, great Davis, defense. intercepted by Bain. Bain gets by a defender, Bain lobs for Morant. Oh, what an alley-oop and a two-handed finish for John Morant. Bain with an absolutely gorgeous pass and Morant displaying the athleticism that has made him a star. That is him, he is that guy. Well, he's the guy that goes shirtless coming into the game. I don't yeah. know if you saw that. We can't lose when you come in like that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that on TV and wondered what the heck was going on. The guy walking in shirtless. Uh, it, that's how you make an entrance, I guess. Dellen Brooks jumping in on the NBA on TNT along with John Morant. But yeah, the most points ever scored by a Grizzlies player in one quarter. Eric Hasseltine on Grizzlies radio. 28 points in the third, but what a flare. 39 points total, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 2 steals. This was a victory over the Lakers. Now, granted, they're without LeBron James, so their their six is exposed. The paint is exposed a little more. But Anthony Davis is still back there. They've got some size. They give up 86 points in the paint. 86 points to the Grizzlies in the paint. So they were attack mode. They were going at the rim, and they were finding great success. Also, the Lakers end up turning the ball over 26 times, which is the most this season. We just got to take care of the ball. You know, 26 turnovers, I think they have for uh, 41 points. 61, 81, something like that, points in the paint. Like, we just got to be better. That. More than that. Yeah, it was 86 points in the paint out of 121. That's a, a pretty high percentage. So you're talking about high percentage shots. Just got this tweet from Nick, A-Law Radio. He said Giannis was asked to read whatever was on the teleprompter by The Daily Show as a joke. The host wrote the words, had Giannis read them, and Giannis immediately said, KD, you're the best, after his little dig at KD. Well, here's another one then. So, here was the joke about the Joker from Giannis on The Daily Show. Joker, how are you going to make it through the finals where you look like you can barely make it through a Burger King drive through <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> you can't make it through a Burger King drive-thru, but you can, so that has something to do with, am I missing the reference? I guess just because he's out of shape, overweight, and- Overweight? That's, what, that's the joke, I suppose. But he's in the car, I don't know, I guess he couldn't walk through the drive-thru, he would get winded if in that short distance. That's where I think he's going with it. Huh, and you find that funny? I didn't write it. <laughs> no, I was asking you if you find it <laughs> funny. No, I think the KD one was funnier than, than the Joker one. Yeah, I feel like if I don't get it, that's probably a, an issue. But, okay. I mean, if your NBA MVP three times in a row is out of shape, I wouldn't mind being in that kind of shape. So, okay, Daily Show writer putting the jokes up there for Giannis. He was, he was game. All right, coming up, a little bit from the Combine where it's not about the prospects. It's about... What's happening in the NFL with the veterans and a lot of GMs, a lot of coaches uh, speaking on Tuesday. So we'll give you a smattering, the news that you need. Uh, thanks for finding me on Twitter, A-Law Radio, and our Facebook page, too. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. I'm thankful for my time here in Las Vegas and in Oakland. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, and I'll always be thankful and grateful, but it comes a time when it's just it's time to move on, and um, that's this time. And so um, I'm excited. Can't wait to see where God takes us next. I'm a, I'm going to give that city everything that I have. Um, but for for just one more time, you know, I get to represent the Raiders. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to do that for our fans and uh, to get to say goodbye in our stadium. Uh, didn't know how what, what my next time in the stadium would be, but for it being the fourth Pro Bowl, that's a pretty good time. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Derek Carr getting his swan song in Vegas during the Pro Bowl games. If you remember, if you were watching... He was the last quarterback to play for Peyton Manning's team, uh, and the fans really enjoyed it. There were a lot of fans there in Allegiant Stadium, uh, and Derek Carr relished that moment speaking on NFL Network about a time now past. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. That brings us to two questions. Where does he play next, and what do the Raiders do at quarterback now that they need one for the first time since Carr won the job as a rookie in 2014. Well, we know that Carr is meeting with teams, and we know the Jets made a very loud push to try to get him. They wooed him by telling him that if they won with Derek Carr as their QB, he would be a first 
ballot Hall of Famer. So Joe Douglas, the general manager of the Jets, saying what he can, what he will at the Combine on Tuesday. Obviously, you guys have seen reports about uh, us bringing Derek Carr in about a week and a half ago. Um, I can tell you that was a fantastic visit. Uh, we really enjoyed spending time with him. Um, obviously, he's the, he's the only quarterback that I can I can really shed any light on for you guys uh, since he's the only quarterback that's that's a free agent. He left a strong impression with everybody, and so um, obviously we're going to be exploring the, the veteran quarterback market this offseason, and we're going to look at every available option. We feel like when it's time to make the right decision, when everyone goes through their process, we're going to make the best decision for the Jets. So that's Joe Douglas on the meeting with Derek Carr, clearly waiting for him to make up his mind. We know that he had met with the Saints, but that was before uh, he was well before he was granted his release, so to speak. Uh, he wasn't going to trade to waive his no trade clause. Not super interested in playing for New Orleans, at least at the time. Uh, but mostly just not interested in a trade. He wanted to be able to choose his next destination. Uh, so there are other places uh, that I think will be interested. The Panthers come up often. Not the Raiders, though, even though they need a quarterback. They are essentially starting from scratch here. And Josh McDaniels was also talking QBs in Vegas uh, as he was joining the fray there in Indy with Sirius XM NFL Radio. We all know we have a... Uh, an opening there at this point now and mm-hmm. um, you know going to get that started tonight actually going to get to meet with I'd say six or seven of them Good. Uh, tonight just to have an introduction and um, you know it's a long process there's a lot that goes into it but um, there's some quarterbacks to like that's yeah. for sure there are but I wouldn't say there are many above average veterans who we know for sure will be available we don't know about Lamar Jackson. We, I would be stunned if Daniel Jones was available. Doesn't They're either going to sign him or there's going to be a franchise tag. So some of you are kind of saying he was one of the top options um, when we were ranking our options on the last show. But I don't think he's an option because he's, a, he's going to be with the Giants regardless. We actually can hear from Joe Shane here in a second. But if you're talking about above average QBs, well, Derek Carr is one of them, but he's not going back to the Raiders. We don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be available. You've got guys like Carson Wentz, of course. Marcus Mariota now being released by the Falcons after one season. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. These are more middling QBs, or at least that's how they're viewed in the league. Don't know how many top flight options you have if you don't get Derek Carr. Uh, I mean, maybe potentially Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton. Those are both veterans. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't say they're above average. Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm not. Uh, he's above. His teams play above average when he's on the field. He's not flashy. The biggest concern with him is whether or not he can be available for a full season. If. The Seahawks don't get a deal done with Geno, though that seems to be the wishes of both the Seahawks as well as Geno himself. If they don't get a deal done with him, though, um, they're actually considering taking a quarterback at the number five spot. They're in a pretty good position if they want to start fresh. And maybe that, and that is partially what Josh McDaniels is referring to, right? Because they have, 
they not only have the option of looking at a veteran, but they can meet at the combine with some of the young QBs that are closer to the top of this current class where they're, I guess, guessing, estimating that there could be four that are taken even in the top 15. That might require some teams moving up. We know the Houston Texans are desperate to get up and really want to uh, have a shot at Bryce Young. So, yeah, there, there are quarterbacks available, but not above average options. And the Raiders obviously cut one of those guys. So, hmm, who knows if they're starting fresh? Who knows what they're doing there, really? And we still have nothing on Aaron Rodgers, of course. He's in no hurry. He's in a different kind of darkness. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. So on Twitter, A-Law Radio, good to hear from some of you. Some of you this morning, uh, Tauntauns, Tauntauns, Tauntauns. <laughs> some of you are sending me 70s music or 70s bands and acts. I'm telling you, that's not my kind of music. <laughs> Jay Wendaddalus, how many artists did you give me from the 70s? Probably like seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, just, I mean, I came up with a few other artists that at least I know were were making music in the 70s, but most of, even those acts, like Donna Summer, for instance, she was the mother of a college friend of mine, and she was at my college graduation, but the music I like from her is in the 80s. Same thing with, there's a couple of Hall & Oates songs I like. I know they were a 70s group, but there are a couple of songs from there, they're both in the 80s, so I don't... I'm sorry, you could keep trying, but I'm just not big into 70s music. What? Go ahead. I actually didn't realize that this song came out as early as it did. Piano Man, 1973. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so if you're asking my favorite, but I I thought the question was my favorite 70s song. Yes, it was. Okay, so not, it wasn't act necessarily. No. Some of these acts do go back into the 70s. Like I said, Donna Summer... Hall and Oates. I mean, I'm not, I don't love all their music, but a few a few of their songs are on my running playlist. And and yeah, I mean, there's some of these acts that span that decade. It's just not my music. Sorry, I'm not a disco whatever the '70s was. I don't think of Billy Joel as a '70s act either. No, I, I mean he spanned so many decades. He but did. yeah, okay. I mean, I do like the song "Piano Man." What about when did "Sweet Home Alabama" come out? I do love that song. That's more classic rock. It's, is that even possibly seventies? Could be late sixties. Let me confirm. Late sixties? That might be. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's. Uh, this is all before me, before my musical eras. It's not my. I'm an eighties and nineties girl when it comes to the music. So. Nineteen seventy-four. Okay, well, let's just go with that one then. Okay, there I do. Go. I do love the song "Sweet Home Alabama." So we'll go. We'll go with that. All right, got it. <laughs> Finally, that took a long time, almost an hour, to come up with a seventies song that I like. <laughs> What a weird question. That's just a of course we do weird Maybe. questions here on the show. All right. I, like I said, I go back and I answer on both Twitter and Facebook. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence. More from the combine. Not not the prospects, but the current era of NFL players. They are all the rage right now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Shotgun set for Jones, two deep safety look. Jones back to throw, fires one deep down the right side. He's got a receiver, leaping, trying, made for it, and it's caught for the touchdown. Jones threw it up high, and it's caught for the touchdown by the New York football giants. And it's Darius Slate. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. What a difference a year makes for the New York Giants after a wild card spot, making it a trifecta for the NFC beast. And then also Daniel Jones under Brian Dayball, NFL coach of the year, right? Yes. Okay. Phew. Want to make sure I don't remember that incorrectly. There was a lot of chatter around Dayball as coach of the year. And yes, he did end up winning it. But what now? No deal yet for Daniel Jones. Believe or or don't believe the reports of his camp asking for $45 million in average annual value for the long-term deal. Now, his camp has disputed that. It's not what they asked for. I don't think that's unreasonable. I mean, he... It, It's one thing to have a franchise QB, and he's coming off his best season. We know that he took major strides. They obviously want to get a deal done with Saquon Barkley as well, but they need this piece to fall into place first. That's not the highest in the NFL. Now, it's more than Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. They're trying to think they're fifth and sixth right now at average annual value. And so it's right about there. He's not proven himself to the point where you would expect he would get the same money, but Mahomes' contract is older, and at some point he'll likely want to renegotiate uh, as well. So anyway, if Daniel Jones is asking for that, fine. I mean, you should be asking for more than what you think you'll get because that's a negotiation process. Um, However, they don't have a deal yet, and hearing from Joe Shane on – Let's see, that was Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. Tuesday at the Combine in Indianapolis. Uh, there's no franchise tag yet, of course. They're working on getting the deal done. We've been in constant contact with his agents. Uh, we had productive conversations yesterday. Uh, we have some more scheduled today. So we'll just we'll continue to communicate with them. Um, some of it you know, was in person and then over the phone. And then yesterday was in person and it'll be in person again today. So, yeah, we'll continue to hammer out. Uh, try to get closer to getting something done, hopefully. That's obviously dated. I don't love using dated audio, but the idea just is 
he and the Giants are meeting. They're working on it, and it's in person. A lot of these guys are in uh, Indy, not not to watch the future of the NFL work out and go through drills and get measured. No, it it's another convention. It's another football convention, different type of convention, but a lot of the same people who were in Phoenix this year for the Super Bowl, for Super Bowl week, are now in Indianapolis for the Combine. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. So a couple more things I want to throw out there. Um, You've got a lot of different teams that are hoping to either stand pat with what they've got, re-sign the quarterback that's on their roster, Giants being one of those Still, the the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, no real movement there. We know the Seahawks are working on trying to keep their guy, Geno Smith, in-house. And so not everybody is looking to upgrade or change quarterbacks. Um, and, and for the Niners, they've got both of those situations, right? They've got one quarterback who's outgoing, who's been with them for several years, but they've also got two young quarterbacks that they believe are ready to compete and then step up uh, and lead the Niners, maybe back to the NFC Championship or beyond. So John Lynch was speaking in Indy on Tuesday, and yes, Jimmy Garoppolo is free to go and follow his own path. What I know is we won a lot of football games with Jimmy. I admire, we admire um, his toughness. We admire the teammate that he was. So I I know... (laughs) Everyone wants to talk about some discourse and all that, but I think uh, I do believe that it's probably run its course. Probably. Um, but I think we leave with nothing but fond memories for Jimmy, and Jimmy's going to go play good football for someone. As for the other guy, I, I sent him a text when he retired. Uh, he was a teammate for about three weeks at one point, so I sent him a text just congratulations on one of the greatest careers that I've ever seen in any sport. And, uh, you know, I wished him the best, so we'll leave it at that. Probably. Did you catch that word? Probably. (laughs) Uh, Brock Purdy, by the way, is scheduled to have his surgery coming up. And a big point of emphasis for the Niners, but also for a lot of fans watching the Niners because it's a roughly six-month recovery process. And it sucks for Brock. I love his attitude. We heard from him uh, over the weekend, I think. And so... I know he's approaching it with a great attitude, but man, it's distressing. It's it's got to be discouraging because he had he had stepped into that role with such gusto and had really played it about as well as you possibly can, relying on the veterans around him, only to have it end with that injury in the NFC Championship. But here's the latest about the now second year quarterback. Doctor Meister uh, is the orthopedist for the Texas Rangers. He'll be traveling to spring training. Uh, later this week and so they're going to meet there and hopefully everything's good and he's made the progress necessary you know just commenting on that I I really want to thank Dr. Meister you know he called me when he made that decision that's a tough decision to make Um, but I really appreciate the courage uh, and the conviction to make that decision it's all about the best outcome is it ideal no you want you know for a, a variety of reasons time being number one you want every waking minute that you have, but ultimately he's 22 years old. We want the best outcome, and that's what Dr. Meister made a really tough decision, and we're very appreciative. And he's done thousands of these surgeries, and he just, you know, when you have all the swelling out, when you have all the stiffness out is when he's he's had the best success with the outcomes. And so we're very thankful, and we're hopeful that uh, when they meet down in Arizona this week, um, you know, they can move forward, and, and then it would be early next week as to when they would go in there and have the surgery. 
So it's good to hear about Brock Purdy. They were waiting for the swelling to go down. So plenty more to come from the Combine. As I say, it's become this event where it's coaches and it's general managers speaking about their current rosters. And I know some of them are there to watch too, but it's less and less about the prospects and more and more about the the, the offseason questions. Um, So we'll see how everything plays out. But yeah, made for TV event, another NFL convention, if you will. And the agents all get together too. The NFL PA has got meetings going on this week in Indianapolis. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We also talked a bunch of baseball on this show. And if you miss my conversation with Jason Stark, longtime Let's see. We'll call him writer, insider. Uh, Now he is a senior reporter and writer with The Athletic, but I know him going back to my previous network. Uh, We've been friends for 15 years. He keeps you on your toes. He tells incredible stories. And we really went uh, all in on the rules changes, specifically the pitch clock. But that's not the only one we talk about. He's monitoring in spring training. You don't want to miss this conversation. We also talked a bunch about the Padres and what they're doing with Manny Machado. Uh, do we have time to hear from him? I love what he had to say about how San Diego is where he wanted to be. It's his it's his destination, if you will, especially now that he's got the extension. He's thrilled. From the beginning of talks, I think Peter made it clear, AJ made it clear that I, that was a, I was a priority. So, um they know that we love this this organization, we love this city, we love the fans, we love putting on this uniform every single day. So, in my mind, I was I was always going to be a Padre. It was just a matter of when. I was going to be one for the rest of my career, but you know, ultimately, um, you know, we knew that we 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 didn't want to go anywhere. We want we knew we wanted to put on this uniform for the rest of our career and um you know, there's always bumps on the road, but, you know, here we are today and, you know, we're, we're blessed to be here every single day. Congratulations to Manny, but also the Padres, as we say, going all in. So don't miss that conversation with Jason, whether you love the new rules, whether you hate the new rules, whether you love baseball, whether you think it stinks and it's pouring lately. It's a conversation worth hearing. So on our podcast, we post that link every weekday morning on Twitter, After Hours CBS, and also on our Facebook page. Uh, By the way, since John Williams wrote the the original score for Star Wars in the 70s, Jerry reminds reminds me that could be my favorite 70s song. Oh, yes. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.